And now, making their way into the arena, hailing from the great pro wrestling state of Massachusetts, they are the hosts of the Top of the Cage podcast. Here are Bill and Juice. And thank you again, Rich Palladino, the voice of New England, always making us sound so good. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is I. I am the super producer. I am Bill, joined always by my tag team partner, my wrestling confidant. He is the future booking genius and the prince of pro wrestling podcasts. He is Justin Juice Cannon. Boom. Boom. Baby. Juice, how are you this fine, lovely evening? I'm tired. I feel that. But I'm ready to roll. Yeah, I mean, you know, work's tiring. I went to the gym after. That was good. See, I'm a gym in the morning person. I have to be a gym in the morning person. I've been under the weather the past few days so i haven't been going to the gym but we have an at-home treadmill so i just do a half hour like speed walk on that every day get my movement in i, I can't go in the morning i don't know how i do a morning job i don't know how I yeah do it. i'm just a psychopath that just goes at five in the morning so it's one of those things where it's like you have to be like born my mom always tells me that i'm a morning person because i was born at five in the morning like actually my birth certificate i was born legitimately at 5 30 in the morning and i believe it like even when i was a kid i would always play like video games and stuff before school like i'd always play some smackdown versus rock 2007 or 2008 depending on what it was and uh, you know, I'd get, get I'd get some career progression or like I, they had like a GM mode back in the day for those games. So I'd do a little GM mode and it was good stuff, man. It's funny. I'm the opposite. I was born in dinner time. I, I had a noodle dropped in my head as I was born. True story. It, I was born at dinner time. I was born in Chinatown, uh, Boston, and I had a noodle dropped in my head. My mom was eating some uh, lo mein. The lo mein dropped in my forehead. She tells that story all the time. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> well, I think at least what I was talking about kind of parlays pretty nicely into what the discussion at the episode. I'm sorry, that fucked me up. <laughs> Next time I see your mom, I'm going to ask her about that story. But. Uh... <laughs> Speaking of uh, fantasy booking and fantasy drafts and everything of the sort, uh, we are once again doing our own little spin on doing a wrestling draft where you and I are representing WWE Raw and WWE SmackDown. And we have some different rules this time, Juice, so uh, I'll let you take it away with the rule explanation. And to the one person that commented on our video the other day that we broke our own rules... If you fucking listen to the rules, you'll know that we clearly explain the things we're about to talk about. So don't be in the comments being like, because fuck you. That's why. Yeah, I'm going to slap you. That pissed me off. It was a little like, like, bro, like 10 seconds before you announced that person, 
we explained why he counts, but whatever, you know, be a dingus. Um, all right. So I'm going to explain these rules for our draft. This is a little different because this is like an informal draft and this isn't like a mock draft of us doing how WWE does their drafts. If they ever will do a draft again, uh, who knows? But um, this one is a fantasy one. This is going to be simpler. So it's just back and forth. Me, Bill, me, Bill. So there won't be any back-to-back picks. Uh, there won't be any like one of us gets three picks in a round, one of us gets two, anything like that. We'll have equal rosters. Uh, another thing about the pick is it's not just WWE people that are allowed. Any companies are fair game, and not just any companies, but also retired wrestlers and even um, deceased wrestlers are fair game. This is a truly fantasy draft in the truest uh, definition of fantasy because this will never happen. These rosters will never be seen in real life, but in our imaginations and hearts, they will. Parameters for the rosters, uh, eight main card wrestlers, male, eight mid carders, uh, 12 women wrestlers for a women's division, six tag teams, uh, two commentators, and uh, three other. It can be managers or any of the above. And um, yeah, well, we're going to do a little coin toss right now. And we're just going to jump into it, try to try to move this along. So I'm going to ask Siri. Siri, flip a coin for us. Siri, flip a coin. <laughs> I, uh, call I was going to say, who's calling it? Am I calling it in the air or like? <laughs> I should have just said that. Just call heads it close, now. Heads closer to God. Heads? Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, you, you're really good at these coin tiles because you won last time. Too. I, I always say heads closer to God because I grew up a Patriots fan in the mid 2000s to 2010s. And Matthew Slater, our goat, always said heads to tails, heads closer to God. So it's always why I say heads closer to God. I used to be a tails never fails kind of guy. Even like during senior high school football, I would say tails never fails because that's also what my teammates wanted. But no, my head's closer to God kind of guy now. Okay, but now tails never fails. So is it? Do I pick first or do I pick my brand first, or both? Um, both. Pick your brand and your. Uh, All right. Um. I've always believed that uh, SmackDown was the wrestling show. And I feel like I personally always connected more to SmackDown because as a child, I feel like I had more free reign to watch it because it was on Friday nights. Um, So I'm going to be SmackDown. And I obviously also definitely choose to pick first because like Vince McMahon before me during the first ever WWE draft, the first pick for my main, I'm assuming we're, are we going to go main mid ladies tag or just like pick it wherever you want to pick it oh pick them wherever you want to pick well needless to say this would have been the same first pick no matter what and for the first person in my men's main card same as vince mcmahon back in the day the first pick is the rock that man is going to bring oodles and oodles of money into my wrestling company and you can't say that he don't he won't that's a very logical first pick. Uh, it kind of makes me change my first pick. Because um, I, I originally, I was kind of just going to go, it's off my heart. 
just who I love. But you know what? Uh, if you got a big superstar rock, I can't let you take the the guy that is also to that level one of the greatest sports entertainers of all time. Uh, I'm gonna go Stone Cold because I can't let you have Stone Cold. He wasn't even on my list to be honest, but you know it's Stone Cold. You know, no uh, no rivalry match. Well, I guess they can't have matches. We're in the same company, but uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, what? Austin was definitely my number two. He was the next man down on that list for me. So uh, I'm going to shake it up, actually. I'm going to go with one of my others first because I know that this man is on both of our lists and I'm going to steal him right off the bat. Just as like a shake him up. Uh, I'm going to pick William Regal as the GM of my brand. Okay, that's fair. Um, he's on my list, but I was going to take him as a wrestler, to be honest. So uh, I'll take my guy, and I'm taking, I'm taking my favorite wrestler of all time. I'm taking Eddie Guerrero because uh, Viva La Raza, baby. And is Eddie in your main card? Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> So I actually had Bill. Bill, why would I make him anything less? Well, I actually had him. Bill, he's gonna have the title eighteen times. I had him in my <laughs> mid card, but that's just because of the like caliber of talent that I had in my main card. And he would have had some great matchups in my mid card. I'm telling you, there would have been some great matchups. Caliber talent. No one's better than Eddie, baby. Well, you want to know somebody who is my favorite wrestler of all time? The man who is going to be the marquee main event man. That is the dead man, the Undertaker. And just with him and the rock alone, that's money, man. Okay, fair enough. You know, um if these famous Matt as uh blah, okay, Stone Cold and Rock had some famous WrestleMania matches. So did Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. If those are gonna happen in our companies, they're gonna have to be inner brand because I'm taking Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I'm taking John Michaels. I'm taking the heartbreak kid. Fair enough. That definitely crosses one off my list. I, I won't lie. I am going to go with, I'm going to go with a tag team here. And I am actually going to take a tag team that I think is going to take somebody potentially off of your main card. And I am going to go with the heart foundation as the marquee tag team in my division. Okay, so you're taking uh, Brett and Neidhart? Brett and Neidhart, yep. You know, I actually wasn't going to take uh, Brett Hart. Actually, yeah, I was. I'm a liar. <laughs> I wasn't originally, but the way this was going, I was thinking, yeah, I got to throw Brett in there if I have Sean. But um, you know who is a great heart that... I think could I'll, I'll it'll be my first mid Carter, but he could easily go in the upper card. Now I'm I'm putting him in my upper card. I think he's that caliber of guy. I think he could have done it. Um, I honestly think he's better on the mic than Brett. And that's not a hot take. It's Owen Hart. I'm taking his brother. I truly that's still one of the biggest wrestling what ifs to me. If if Owen Hart was still alive today, what impact would he have had on the wrestling world going forward in it? Because I feel like if he had, I feel like the style of wrestling that he had and his character and charisma and the way that he worked, 
he would have easily worked into those late 2000s mid 2000s and like been a stalwart i feel like definitely like the guy that would have made things happen and whatever company he would have ended up being in i don't know if he would have been wwe tna new japan wherever he was i'm sure he would have been like must see for sure now i'm gonna go with a guy that is a current generation wrestler and somebody that gets compared to a lot of these guys relatively frequently and i'm going to specifically pick the new japan version of this wrestler and that is the cleaner kenny omega that's a good one uh definitely someone on my list that i was gonna go uh probably after who i'm taking now now who i'm taking now i think i think it's he's kind of a steal at this point i think this guy is gonna be my fifth upper card and i think having him as my fifth upper card is kind of steal and it's macho man macho man is some of the biggest classes of all time he is the greatest promos of all time greatest merch greatest look this dude i think I, I think he he's personally on my Mount Rushmore. I know that's kind of like a hot take, but not really because he is on some. Like he is highly regarded. Like if you go to a wrestling show, there's a guarantee that you will see at least like 50 Macho Man shirts. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> so I'm taking Macho Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bro. That that is totally fair because Macho Man was the second person down on my mid card on my main card list, rather after this particular wrestler who i also would say is a steal at this point because if we're talking about money movers if we're talking about must see we're talking about main event wrestlers we're talking about guys that win championships john cena it's a good pick and also um yeah i knew you were gonna take him at some point um because I felt like I was going to keep like waiting and stalling on it and thinking, oh, maybe I can get them. But good pick, good pick. So uh, I'm taking JBL. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just respond with another rival of yours. No, no, I'm taking, I'm taking, uh, I think this is our second like current guy that we're taking after Kenny. I'm taking Seth, R- I'm taking Seth freaking Rollins, baby. I'm taking, the SmackDown Savior, Monday Night Rollins. I'm taking him. He was the next person on my main card list. So good on you, man. Good on you. Well, you're going to take my picks. I'm absolutely taking your picks because I'm going to put the first woman on the board here. And that is the role model, Bailey. Because I know for a fact she was at the top of both of our women's lists. <laughs> yeah. That hurts. I thought about taking her like as my second or third pick because I knew that we were gonna fight for her, but I don't know. I just really wanted to secure Seth Rollins. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right, fair enough. I'm just gonna take keep taking these upper cards, man. Um, I'm gonna take I think my first non WWE guy. I'm taking. Someone that uh, we talked about. No, actually, never mind. Uh, I'm changing it. I'm, I'm changing my pick on the fly, but it's still the same company. It's still a different company in WWE. I'm taking Tanahashi here. I'm taking the ace. I almost took Great Muda, but I want Tanahashi, man. I want 
I want his style of matches. I want his look. I want. I just want an ace. I need an ace. I don't have enough aces. <laughs> I've only aces, but I don't have enough. I need another well, one. Well, I'm going to take the guy that I thought you were about to say. And that is Mr. Okada. Because it made my heart skip a beat when he said guy outside the company who's current. And I was like, oh, no, there's really only one person I can think of right now. <laughs> Tanahashi was on my list, though. I won't say that he wasn't, but Okada was ranked higher. All right, well, I'm sticking the New Japan, and I'm taking one of Okada's greatest rivals. And the guy who just had a banger with your Kenny Omega. I'm taking Will Ospreay. Uh, I'm adding some youth. I'm adding just the wrestling prodigy. A guy debatably the best in the world right now. I'm taking uh I'm taking the Oz cutter. I need the Oz I need him the Oz cutter versus um do I really have any? Oh, I don't have anyone who really does a cutter. I was gonna make a joke, but I can't. Well, if we're gonna talk about people who you say are arguably the best wrestlers in the world, there's one man that I say. If we're talking about Bell the Bell, puts on technical clinics anytime he walks into an arena, anytime he walks into a ring, no matter for what company he's ever worked for, either he has held world titles all across the world because he is the phenomenal AJ Styles. If you're taking Styles, I'm taking the rival of Styles. I'm taking Samoa Joe. I'm continuing my upper card. Just sprint here. Do I really need to? No, but I'm taking Samoa Joe. I will say Samoa Joe was a part of my mid card. I was thinking that he probably would be part of your upper card and I would be able to sneak him into my mid card, but that was not the case. Juice, I think you're sleeping on uh, tag teams here because I'm going to go with another big tag team, probably the best tag team in the world at this current moment in time, and that is FT. Our seven star FTR, them and the Heart Foundation. They're going to trade my tag team titles for like six years and just put on masterclass after masterclass after masterclass. Plus, they also love Bret Hart. So I'm sure they'd probably come if they heard that I'm fantasy booking them to be against the Heart Foundation. Yeah, that's a, that's a great pick. That kind of hurts me in the heart. But, um, this kind of pun. Uh, I, I'm gonna finish up my mud upper card. I'm taking my tenth guy. Um, I'm taking Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Are we really done? You're really done. Your your upper card, huh? I'm only at six on my upper card. So that that is a lot of talent juice that you're leaving open for me to be my upper card. Sure, you could put them in your mid card, but. I think that there's another man who is known as a, as a champion across all these places that he's been before a man that has been known to be the dirtiest player in the game, the nature boy, Rick flair. Woo. I would love to see flair and styles or flair and Omega, both of them in their prime. I think that those would be really fun matches, considering that Kenny and AJ could both play a great baby face. That's a good steal. That's a huge steal. Uh, I almost took him after you took John Cena, to be honest. I was thinking, you know, let's both have the 16 uh, time champs. 
Now that my upper card is done, I'm still sticking to the males for now. I'm taking uh, my first mid-carder. I feel like this is a guy I can get take a, little, a lot later, but I do think that he's still on your radar. Or maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I know you're a fan of his, and you do love him. But I don't, he's like one of my favorite wrestlers all time. One of my favorite NXT guys, I think it's from 2013, 2018. Just dynamic. Uh, well, even 2018, like 2021. I'm taking Johnny Gargano. I'm taking Johnny Wrestling. That Rebel Heart. I want to take my last upper carter here because I have two, four, six, seven names on my upper card still that like I just had as just in cases. And there's so many good names on this list. It's just picking who rounds out this group the best. And I think that the thing I'm thinking about is I need an athletic big man. And when I think of athletic big men, there's really like one guy that comes to mind. Yeah. He's WWE through and through but he has held the new japan pro wrestling iwgp heavyweight championship and that man is a alpha male of our species because he is brick lesnar that's a good pick and i just realized i really only took like one big man and uh my plan was to take like two in my upper card or at least two but uh, that's a that's a great pick. That's a great pick that I wasn't gonna pick because I wasn't gonna put him in my med card. But I just forgot about him too, which is just a travesty. It's a big mistake by me. But uh, I'm taking a tag team that I'm kind of surprised that you haven't taken. Uh, I'm taking the Hardys. Good one. Actually, I surprisingly didn't even write the Hardys on my list. That's a shocker. I, yeah. That's like one of the first teams I've Well, I'm going to rebuttal with Edge and Christian because I know that they're also on your radar. And if I didn't pick them next, they probably were going to be up there for one of your next picks. That's a good one. That's a great one. Uh, I'm going to finally take my first woman wrestler. I am going to take. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Trish Stratus here. I'll be honest, she wasn't my first on my board for women wrestlers. Uh, Bailey was <laughs> there a couple other after, but she was in my top five. I did want to try to secure Trish. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking Trish here. I don't blame you. I'm, I'm going to take a woman here too. Probably a woman I could get a little later, but she's somebody who I would have loved to see in her prime mix up with these women. And that is Beth Phoenix. I loved the Glamazon as a kid, as much as I hated her because she literally just dominated every woman. And in hindsight, I'm like, I hated her because she was just so fucking good. Like she was just a good wrestler and they gave her the titles and gave her all the wins because she was a good wrestler, good character, theme music, low key banger. Some people don't like it. I think it's a great theme, but yeah, Beth Phoenix, I feel like is like both slept on and not slept on obviously she's a hall of famer but like she doesn't get her flowers as much as people give like people like trish lita and the four horse women right now too i hated her as a kid for such a long time until she eliminated the great cully <laughs> then i was like oh i kind of like her now 
mainly well i didn't like her because uh she was just a huge thorn of the side of my next pick my next woman's pick uh mickey james i think mickey james is just uh also just one of the most underrated woman wrestlers of all time and is a legend so uh i think mickey james and trish can have some bangers have they has have they ha- ha- the, oh my god i can't talk they already have in the past they're gonna continue to do it here mickey james i just can't talk well since the women are flying off the board i'm, I'm gonna also pick my next one and again this is a woman that was a little bit before her time I, again a woman that was known for just being a dominant champion mostly known as a divas champion but i swear if she was in wwe nowadays with the athletic prowess that she had her look her style her promo skills aj lee would have been a multiple thousand time women's champion by now fuck <laughs> I knew I should have just taken her first instead of Trish. Uh, pissed. You suck, Bill. I hate you. Uh, uh. Damn. Damn. Um, I don't know. That just threw a huge cog in my draft. <laughs> that just messed it up. I'm just frazzled. I don't even know who to take. Uh, I'm about to, I don't know. I, I'm going to take. Uh, I'll take the Dudleys. I'll add uh, another tag team to the list because I just don't know what to do because you just frazzled me. Well, I'm going to frazz you a little further with another woman's pick. Um, somebody that might be on your radar, but this is another woman again before her time. I'm picking all the women that didn't get their fair shake. In, in terms of like women's revolution and stuff like that. Again, a Hall of Famer, somebody who actually recently made an appearance in the Women's Royal Rumble as a surprise entrant because she was shown in the crowd with her daughter acting like she wasn't actually knowing she was going to be part of the Royal Rumble. And that is Michelle McCool. She was not actually in my plan, so this didn't frazzle me. But I'm surprised. I thought you weren't a fan. Again, it's one of those in hindsight things. Like she was just a big bully. And you can't deny she's good in the ring, though. Like, you, you can't deny that she was good in that she was a, definitely, like, highlights at some points in the women's division uh, at times when they were kind of bad. Like, Piggy James, that was pretty bad. The Lay Cool stuff, though, that was pretty good. I I, I definitely liked Lay Cool. I was, like, a low-key fan of Michelle for, for a childhood, but I had to hate her because she, she was a bad guy. I love my Latina women wrestlers, and you already took my two faves. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take uh, another one. I'm gonna take Melina here. I know that's kind of out of left field here, but I love Melina. I think she's a great wrestler. She can still do it now. I don't know what it is about the the wrestlers from my childhood, women wrestlers from my childhood there that can still go in the ring. That just I don't know. I just love, but she's one of them. I'm taking her. Well, there's still plenty of women that I personally would take over uh, Melina, and one of those is the man, Becky Lynch. <laughs> you know, maybe Michelle McCool did frazzle me. Yes. <laughs> Becky Lynch was also on that list, man. <laughs> uh, I probably, I, I could have waited until like 
woman pick 12 take Molina, to be honest. It wasn't even on my radar. Just, you know, you really screwed me up, on my radar. <laughs> Starting with that AJ Lee pick. I'll take the boss, then. I'm taking Sasha Banks. And it's only right for me to take Charlotte right after that. Okay, then. We're going to keep the ball rolling, and I'm taking Asuka. Well, I'll rebuttal that with Kyrie Sane. How you feel about that one? Stop. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Stop stealing my picks. I didn't see you coming with Kyrie. I thought it was more likely of you taking Molina than Kyrie. I'm not going to lie. I only, took, I only took Kyrie because she was my in case Asuka gets picked. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, well, um, I'm going to take a break from the women's division for a little bit. Um, actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to take someone that I don't think is on your radar that is in the women's division, but she's actually uh, probably my third favorite women's wrestler all time. She was really good in WWE, but, well, she didn't really get her flowers. I mean, she won the woman title a couple times, but, like, she really wasn't that pushed. Uh, she made her name an impact, one of the greatest knockouts of all time. It's Gail Kim. Gail Kim and uh, uh, Awesome Kong had, I think, one of the best women's rivalries in wrestling of all time. So I'm taking Gail, Gail Kim. She was absolutely slept on, and I'm I'm happy to hear you say that, honestly. Um, yeah, that, that's a good one. Really good one, actually. Um, Mm. I mean, I in an eye to the future, this is somebody that's not currently on my list, but like I feel like I have an eye to the future right now because I watched NXT Vengeance Day, not planning on watching it. It was kind of Saturday night. I wasn't feeling too good. I wanted something to put on just in the background while I was playing Stardew Valley, and it ended up taking my full attention. And one of the main reasons why this pay-per-view took my full attention is because of the current NXT women's champion, Roxanne Perez. And she probably would be so hyped to hear that she's in a roster with guy with girls like AJ Lee and Bailey and Becky and Charlotte, where she can mix it up with all those people. Cause those are absolutely influences to her style and her look. Uh, I like, I like to pick. Um, she was on my radar towards the end of my women's division. Cause I'm only at like six right now. But uh, that's a good one. I mean, I think that's someone you could have got later. But uh, yeah, no, still good pick. Still good pick. I'm going back to the males though, and I'm taking a mid. I'm taking my uh, second mid carder here. I am taking. Who am I taking? I'm taking a man named that uh, is an upper card right now. <laughs> but um, and it's kind of weird to put him in the uh, in the mid card, but I'm doing it. Uh, I'm taking Cody Rhodes. I don't blame you. Cody Cody was in mid Carter for a little while there. And, uh, you know, it uh, it certainly, certainly happens. Well, if we're going to go to the mid card, I, I might as well start start picking my first person for my mid card. <laughs> um, and that is probably the greatest one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. One of the probably, if not the person that people say should have won a WWE title at some point in their career. 
and that is Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning. That is a perfect pick. That's a really good one. I like that. You know, I don't have many big men on my card, but I'm taking my first one now to put in my MIG card. I'm taking Sid Vicious. I was just really, a, I became a fan of him. Um, uh, when I watched, it, I didn't really see him because he's mainly WCW. But um, during the pandemic, I watched him get WCW and all matches, and he became one of my favorite big men the whole time. I think we talked about it when we did a Mount Rushmore of uh, big men. He was like honorable mention for me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm taking that. I know that's not on your radar, probably, but uh, I don't know. I always love them, so I'm taking them. Well, if Take what if we're going to talk some WCW guys, a, a guy that made his name in WWE, sure, too, but also definitely had some classics in WCW, that is the Dragon Ricky Steamboat. I'm going for guys that were iconic Intercontinental Champions, made their name in other companies, too, and guys that just put work in, in the ring. That's a great pick. Um, I've been thinking about taking them. Even in the upper cards, to be honest, I, I think like it was early on, you know, still in the top 10, I was thinking about taking them, but I decided to just, you know, push it back, push it back. But I'm taking, um, I'm going to take another tag team. I feel like this tag team, I can really wait a lot longer than this, but I just, it was one of my favorite things about Kurt Angle. I'm taking the world's greatest tag team. I thought about taking Shelton as just a single star. I kind of wish I did, but um, I don't know. I always love this tag team. I think they were dynamic in the ring. I think they were funny and entertaining. I think they're a slept-on tag team. Hey, that eliminated a man from my mid-card. So good on you, man. Good on you. But I think there's a ton of other tag teams that I would pick over them. And one of those tag teams is... Whether you want to call them the Road Warriors or the LOD, I am taking Hawk and Animal. That's a good one. Uh, I'll, I'll stick to tag teams. I'm going to take a guy that, uh, well, I'm going to take a tag team, but one of the guys in this tag team could easily be upper card. I thought about taking them as upper card as one of my last upper cards. But um, I'm taking Harlem Heat here. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Actually, that one not on my list, but I was really trying to think of some old school tag teams. And now that I have technically three, if you want to count Edge and Christian as an old school tag team, I'm, I'm looking towards some new school guys. But that's a really good one. Really, really good one. So. I'm going to go with the tag team here. Probably one that aren't even on your radar. People that you have always claimed to be overrated. Uh, some some other guests on our podcasts, like guys like uh, BC Hunter, saying that the Young Bucks are overrated. Personally, I think the Young Bucks are perfectly rated, and I think that they are an incredible tag team. And if you get them in the ring with any of the other tag teams I have on my list currently, you're going to get a five-star classic. Fair enough. I mean, that could have been your last pick of the draft. I was, I'm not going to take them. <laughs> But, uh, you know, power to you. Take what you want. Fair enough. I'm going to take another Mick Carter. I'm taking a younger guy, a current wrestler. Um, 
someone I think could definitely be in the upper card eventually, but I think he is a mid carder right now. So I'm taking from a mid card. I'm taking Wardlow. Hey, that that's a really good pick, actually. Uh, definitely somebody I was considering. But now you're going to force my hand to put some big men in my mid card division because I am going to be picking a man that's very underrated and definitely, unfortunately, died too young. And that is the Samoan bulldozer, Umanga. Do you want me to like cancel the podcast forever? Because you keep pissing me off. <laughs> take him with people I love. I should take him earlier. God damn it, Bill. Why do you hate me? Why do you live to just to be a thorn on my side? Should have won the coin toss, man. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take. I'm missing a pick from one of us, but I'm I'm taking for me. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Seamus. I'm continuing my mid card. I'm taking the man who will give me banger after banger after banger. Well, I'm gonna pick a guy that probably is considered for you, but. Um, is going to bring a little bit of speed and smaller stature to my mid card, and that is the master of the 619, and that is Rey Mysterio. I'm going for merch movers, shoes. That's a good one. Uh, he was on my radar, he was a guy I was probably going to take very soon. I mean, if I have Eddie Guerrero, I have to take Rey Mysterio, but I can't do that now. Uh, because you just hate me. Uh, I'm going to take another guy who's had some of the great matches with um, Eddie Guerrero. I'm taking Dean Malenko here. I think that's a slept on pick. Definitely one that's great and you know a, a little overlooked. I think Malenko is responsible for the least training or being a part of the style that a lot of wrestlers use nowadays and I don't think gets enough credit for it. Now, one guy, though, that I think is definitely above the mid card at this point in his career, but would still be a great hand to have in the mid card is the Viper Randy Orton. Because realistically, he should be an upper carder. Or he should be in some form of a tag team, but he is not. I'm surprised he wasn't taken earlier by either of us, to be honest. Um, but I knew he was going to be taken at some point. So makes sense. Good, great pick. I think that's a great value pick. I'm going to take someone that could have been put in a tag team with Orton, one of his partners, one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, I'm taking Riddle. I'm taking Riddle to add to my mid card. Still sticking. I'm trying to, you know, get close to finishing it off. Yep, it looks like I have one mid-carder left, one tag team left, and then my women commentators and two more of my others. I'm going to switch us back to the women here and talk about somebody that we that we mentioned as being one of the best women of all time but hasn't been taken yet, and that is one Lita. Fuck your rules, man. It's a good pick. That was on my list. Um I don't know. You just keep, you really want to fuck with me tonight. 
I guess you, you, should I stick? I'll I'll stick to the women's division. I'll stick to it. Uh, I'll take Manami Toyota. I'm I'm going out of WWE here. I'm going the Japan to one of the, the the woman considered the greatest Japanese wrestler. People compare call her the Shawn Michaels of Japan and stardom and women's wrestling. So I'm going with her, man. Well, if we're going to talk about a star of, of women's wrestling across the world, too, this is also a woman who had her time in WWE, but also is just a legend around the world. And that is Bull Nakano. Because I would love to see her and Beth Phoenix scrap. That would be like, I would definitely make that like a big four pay-per-view title match, probably WrestleMania. That's a show stealer right there. That's a great pick. That's an awesome pick. Um, I I didn't actually think of her. Too. I'm kind of mad that I didn't, but I'm also happy I didn't because then I would have just mad, been mad that you stole her from me because <laughs> I definitely would have taken her right after I took Minami. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rival, someone I already brought up. Uh, Gil Kemp's greatest rival. I'm taking Awesome Kong. Kong is a good one. Kong is definitely a good one. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should take my next tag team or if I should like go for the next woman because I only have two more women to pick. And it's kind of going back and forth in my head right now of who should be the next woman on my roster, but also who should round out my mid card or who should round out my tag division. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to pick this person preemptively. And I'm going to pick my next other. And I am going to pick Bobby the Brain Heenan to be a manager in my company. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Bill. Okay, well, Bill just likes to break my heart. Uh, I'm, you know, you don't get, uh, you you don't get a chance at Brock Lesnar's manager. I'm taking Paul Heyman. Fuck you. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I I don't know. I don't know anymore, Juice. I'm just like trying to think of like what woman i want to round out my roster here actually I, i'm thinking about it i'm i'm liking the big meaty women i want the big meaty women to slap meat on my roster and i am going to pick the winner of the 2023 woman's royal rumble the iron woman herself even though she doesn't need the rub the mommy Rhea ripley All right, well, if you're taking mommy, I'm taking the person that I kind of wish she chose for WrestleMania. I'm taking uh, Bianca Belair. Taking the EST. The EST at 62 and not earlier. I'm kind of surprised she wasn't taken by either of us earlier. I feel like for the women, I went for like more historic than like currently, but like with Roxanne Perez and now Rhea and even I guess like some of the other women on my roster you know like it's it's definitely definitely considered but 
I don't know. But I think this is going to be a man that is going to round out my mid card here. And although I do already have Mr. Perfect in my mid card, this is somebody that Heenan could easily manage. Somebody that he has before. And that is the ravishing Rick Rude. That's a great pick. That is a really good pick. Kind of one I also didn't really think of. Um, I'm going to keep trying to finish my woman's division here. And I'm taking, I'm taking Alexa Bliss. Taking, uh, but she's going to be the goddess for me. No uh, spooky girl. I think the goddess is at her best when she's the goddess. Because, you know, yeah. Fair enough. All power to you. Uh, I think I'll round out my woman's roster here with somebody that I actually am a little surprised didn't make either of our lists to this point. And I'm like a little surprised that she's going to round out my woman's roster here. Paige. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm going to continue because I think I got two ladies left. Uh, Actually, you know, I don't have to take any because you can't take any more. So I can just wait and hold off. I'll take some mid-carters. I'm going to take some mid-carters. I am going to take... I'm going to take uh, Drew McIntyre here. I wanted to rebuttal you when you said Seamus with McIntyre, but he just didn't fit in my plans. You know, I, I kind of am going for the workhorses, and he's not not like he's not a workhorse, but, you know, uh, I I went with with some some guys that can kind of go in the ring. I feel like I, even with Umaga, like Umaga will be the big monster heel in my, in my mid card and Randy Orton will be there too. But I think Drew's a good pick. Even if you made him heel too, I feel like that would be really good. Uh, I'm going to move over to my commentary team now. Uh, I'm going to pick a man that we have fantasy booked to be in our commentary teams already. And arguably the reason why the world rumble was as good as it was because Pat McAfee just gets it, man. He just is so hilarious and makes so many good references and is such a fan. He's a fan first, and I feel like that's really what makes his commentary style that much better. I wish you just took your boyfriend, Michael Cole, because, like, I'm not going to take him. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Why are we doing this podcast? All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to continue my mid card and i'm gonna take i'm gonna take bobby lashley here i think um it was a mid card for a while one of the better ones um i I do think he is his main card uh worthy but he's definitely roster worthy i think it's a good time to take him I also want to add a little diversity, more big, more, I'm more meat. I didn't have enough meat. I need more meat. Well, if you want to talk about meat, let's talk about machismo. Let's talk about the bad guy, Razor Ramon. Cause I realized I had six. I thought I had eight already, but I, I still have two more mid carters. Razor Ramon is going to round out at least as my seventh mid carter. 
That's a good one. I've been thinking about taking him for a while. But you know what? You know what I'm missing from my roster? I'm missing some comedy. I'm missing one of the most hilarious men in sports entertainment history. I'm taking the man who um who idolizes John Cena on your roster. I'm taking our truth. Uh, what's up? What is up? That is good pick. Good pick. I'm trying to think about rounding out my mid card here. And there's one guy that just keeps coming back in my head. Like every time I think of like guys that are just great in the ring and can put on a good show. And with the likes of like Mr. Perfect and Rick Rudy and even Ray Mysterio and Orton in there too. I feel like the fallen angel Christopher Daniels would make a great addition and would just knock it out of the park. Anytime you stepped in the ring. I like that. I like that pick. I'm going to go back to the tag division. I feel like we haven't taken tag teams in a while, so I'm going to tap that. Well, I'm taking, taking another team like the young bucks that I don't really like, <laughs> but, um, I they're they're money they're they're gonna bring it the eyeballs to my brand. I have to take them. Um, I'm taking the Usos. One's up, Juice. You got to put the respect out there for him. One's up. Fair. That's fair enough. Well, I'm gonna take this tag team that's not actually a tag team, but are gonna definitely be tag team champions by the end of the year like against the Usos and there's no reason why I can't put these two together. And they're both two people that should have been on our rosters, whether in our mid card or our main card. And that's Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. How did I, I, I just forgot about them and they're two of my favorite wrestlers on the card. Uh, this is too many people to think of that. That's one that slipped through the cracks. You're right. If you're listening to this and you're wondering why we didn't take them, or especially if you listen in the past, you know how high we are both. Uh, it's because I completely forgot, and that's just oh, that's bad. That's a bad look for me. Um, I'm gonna go with another tag team. I'm going the gods of destruction. Um, obviously not active right now. I mean, the wrestlers are, but they're not the tag team anymore. They're you know, after they got kicked out of the Bullet Club, decided to focus on singles wrestling, but they are one of the best tag teams in New Japan history. And they just put so many bangers. So I'm taking G.O.D. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to round out my... Uh, uh, I don't know, actually. I'm rethinking this pick here. Uh, actually, I'm going to pick an ex-commentator here, um, and I'm going to go with a man that has both in-ring experience and plenty of commentary experience, somebody that I think has been killing it on AEW television as of recently, and that is Taz. I've always loved Taz as a commentator. I just don't know why I'm so drawn to him, but he just makes me laugh, him and his thick New York accent. Who better? Who better? Good pick. Good pick. Um, have you, have you taken the new day? So that, that is the reason why I initially asked you if I can take a faction because I was, would have taken the new day, 
And I was kind of waiting to see if you were going to take Big E before I could be like, I'm taking off the New Day. But I have since filled out my tag team roster. So um, they were they were cut for Owens and Zayn, I'll be honest, because I totally was going to pick the New Day. But then I was like, wait, we haven't picked Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. And I can make them a tag team because they're probably going to be tag team champions come WrestleMania. Well, I'll take the New Day. And I'll take... I'll say I can only pick two of them. I made the rule, so I can't like defy my own rule that I made. I'll take Woodsy and I'll take Biggie. Wow, not Kofi. Shocked. I mean, Kofi's good, but you know that he's my least favorite of the three, so. Fair enough, fair enough. (sighs) Here we are. At the end. End of the line. You know, uh, I'm just trying to think of like who I want as 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 my third other. And I do have Undertaker in my main card. And it kind of feels right to have Paul Bearer be my manager, my third other on my roster managing the Undertaker. Great pick. Very, very good pick. Uh, I'm going to just start to close out my women's division because I only have two, and then I'll get my commentators and managers. I'm going to take uh, Britt Baker. I'm going to take, a, I think, our, the only AWA. Well, I mean, I was going to say technically, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, But, um, I mean, you know, homegrown AW, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking the DMD. A little surprising to me. I know you're not the biggest Britt Baker fan. No, I like Britt Baker. She's I love her. I just wanted her to lose her belt earlier than she did, but I do like Britt Baker. Well, I guess I'll take my last commentator here because this is my last pick. I don't know how you, how do you have more picks left? I don't know. Maybe one of our counts is wrong because I'm missing a couple of picks too. So maybe well, I know I have eight main, eight mid, six tag. 12 women, and then this would be my third commentator, and I have my three others. I have 10. I have my 10 upper card, my 10 mid card. I have all my tag team. I have one woman left. Wait, we're doing uh, we're doing others eight, and we're, two we're doing eight mid card and eight eight upper card. Parameters for the rosters. Uh eight main card wrestlers, male, eight mid carders. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so I cheated. <laughs> It's all right. You're wrong. I'll just You're say wrong. that You're um, wrong. you have an extra hour. <laughs> well, no, I just, I'll just say that both of those are, um, because I said the others can be any of the above. So, well, I added four, I guess. <laughs> uh, Juice, motherfucker. I'll just subtract. I'll just subtract the lady, and I'll subtract the two others. And I'll just do my commentators to finish. Well, I'm gonna take the last commentator that I want, and that is going to round out my table of three, and that is Excalibur. Because, again, I feel like Taz has been on his game, and Excalibur is a big reason why. Okay. Um, Because I just took 10 upper cards and 10 mid cards. I'm just going to say I I only get 11 women, so I'm not going to take a a 12th woman, and I'm not going to take two others. So delete those three. 
Um, and then I'll, I'll only take two commentators and I'll take, I'll take Wade Barrett. I'll just take him right now. I'll take Wade Barrett and, and uh, yeah, I'll take Jim Ross, Wade Barrett and Jim Ross. All right. Well, that was uh, an interesting draft, even though you cheated. A cheater. Juice the cheater. Hey, I kind of think you did it. Also, I just want to make a correction. Uh, I'm getting, I'm not going to take Wade Barrett. I'm actually going to take Don West. Good one. Um, I'm going to take Don West and J- Jim Ross. I feel like that would be a fun time. All right. Well, I'm going to read through my roster here. And personally, I think this is a great wrestling show roster here. In my main card, I have Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena, Kenny Omega, Ric Flair, The Undertaker, AJ Styles, Kazuzuka Okada, Brock Lesnar. And in my mid card, I have Ricky Steamboat, Randy Orton, Umaga, Rey Mysterio, Mr. Perfect, The Ravishing, Rick Rude, The Bad Guy, Razor Ramon, and The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. In my tag team division, I have The Young Bucks, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn, FTR, LOD, the Heart Foundation, and Edge and Christian. In my women's division, I have Lita, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Michelle McCool, Bull McCano, Beth Phoenix, AJ Lee, Kyrie Sane, Roxanne Perez, Rhea Ripley, and Paige. On commentary, we have Taz, Excalibur, and Pat McAfee. And as my GM is William Regal, and Bobby Heaton and Paul Bearer, also both managers on my brand. Good that you separated them. I didn't separate them, so I'll just run through all, all my roster. I got Stone Cold, upper card. Eddie Guerrero, upper card. I got Shawn Michaels, upper card. I got Owen Hart, upper card. Macho Man, upper card. Seth Rollins, upper card. I got Tanahashi, upper card. Uh, Will Osprey, upper card. Samoa Joe, upper card. Kurt Angle, upper card. Johnny Gargano, mid card. Uh, the Hardys, tag team. I got Trish Stratus, Women's Division, Mickey James, Women's Division. I got the Dudleys, Tag Division, Melina, Women's Division, Sasha Banks, Women's Division, Oscar, Women's Division, Gail Kim, Women's Division, Cody Rhodes, mid-card. Sorry, man, you're not winning WrestleMania. You're not getting your WrestleMania moment <laughs> with me. Uh, Sid Vicious, mid-card. Um, world's Greatest Tag Team. As a tag team, obviously. Uh, Harlem Heat, tag team. Wardlow, mid-card. Sheamus, mid-card. Dean Malenko, mid-card. Riddle, mid-card. Manami Toyota, women's division. Awesome Kong, women's division. Uh, Paul Heyman, manager. Only manager. <laughs> Lone manager on the roster. Bianca Blair, women's division. Luxa Bliss, women's division. Uh, I'm just missing a bunch of picks. Uh, Bobby Lashley, men's division. R Truth, uh, last mid card. Usos, tag division. God's Destruction, tag division. New Day, tag division. Britt Baker, women's division. And the commentators, Jim Ross and Don West. Very surprised there was one man that wasn't on either of our rosters. Can you guess who I'm thinking of? 
Roman Reigns. But yes, actually, that was also somebody I was thinking about. Surprisingly, on either of our rosters. But no, I was going to say Bray Wyatt. What you don't want to book his convoluted storylines? No, I'd love to because I I love thinking of stuff like that. Um, I actually I I I thought of him. I remembered him when I was picking uh, Bobby Lashley. So I think I only had like two men's spots left at that point. And I was like, you know, no, I want to go Bobby. And then I really wanted to pick truth. Like truth was part of my uh, plan from the very beginning. I'm sorry. I messed up your plans so often. You did. You screwed up a lot of them, but I got truth. So what's up? What's up? Yeah, I, I did consider Bray in my main card. I, I actually had him written as Bray Wyatt and then a parenthesis, the fiend done right. So <laughs> <laughs> the feed done right. So that's what would have been uh mine. Definitely would have had the Firefly House or Firefly Fun House Bray mixing with the Fiend, but like not just like getting fed to Goldberg and uh Roman Reigns and the like. And not having weird red lights for his matches. That's fair enough. And that's good. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of people we probably missed. I mean I was talking about how much I love Hangman and Adam Page, and I didn't take yep, him. Same Mox, <laughs> Danielson not on our list, Cesaro, uh, Claudio yeah, not on our list. Danielson was actually on, part of my plan, too. I don't know why I kind of just decided to pass. I think I just wanted to, like, switch it up a little bit. But I'm very surprised that you didn't take him when I Yeah, did. he – I when I was – picked Okada – I was also like when when I got to that like Omega Okada Styles area, I was like, "Oh, Danielson just fits right in here too." And I didn't want to put him in my mid card; it just felt wrong. I was gonna pick Team Hell though, just to have him like in my roster at some point, but I just couldn't like it, when we're talking about the tag teams. I ended up picking. I just put like team hell no just like below them in terms of like stature as a tag team obviously owens and zane not technically a tag team i'm kind of putting them together but like we're gonna see them be tag team champions for like 200 days coming up so fair enough yeah there's definitely a lot of people we admitted um and you should let us know i mean you know we'll get to that in a second but um just let us know your rosters. I mean, it'll take a while, but some guys that we missed, even just say the guys missed that you would include. Yes. And Juice, where can the people do that? Well, Bill, thank you for asking. They can go to Twitter, put the caps lock on. They type T O T C. Those are all capitalized, but you have the caps lock on. So you don't have to worry about that. Underscore capital P. Lowercase O, lowercase D. Instagram, T O T C underscore P O D, all lowercase. Yes. And as we come crashing down to the map on this episode of Top of the Cage, I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. And if you are not listening to us on Apple or Spotify and you don't leave us a five star review, that means that you. Specifically, you that person leaving us that five star review will not get five star content, and that is just a fact. Fact. And again, thank you all so much for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.